0: Welcome to the Lick My Lit Podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Drake, library professional and smut enthusiast. Each episode, we'll have hilarious, provocative discussions about erotic literature, authors, and self-proclaimed sex experts. The goal being to create an open, non-judgmental dialogue surrounding sexuality, fetishes, and romance through the examination of multiple genres of erotica. So... Let's slide right in.
1: They don't have to jerk them off completely, right? Like, they get them going, and then they put them into, like, a machine.
0: That's right, yes. So, at the milking farm, the process goes, basically, they come in, they take off their pants, they sit on this elevated bench with, like, a glory hole in it. Yeah. And then she is below, a couple of steps below, okay. and once they get lubed up and kind of get going then when right before they're gonna ejaculate you stick this nozzle on them and it continues to kind of pump and then they ejaculate into the nozzle what do, what do they call it it's like a I pictured it I pictured it like, one of those tubes they shoot you at the bank, like, in oh, okay. the drive through Okay. Poof, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. one of the, just like a <laughs> container. I don't know. Yeah. It's a glass container. Basically, if they come early, that's a problem. Right, because then
1: you lose the splooge.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should put that on our shirt.
1: Lose the splooge. Oh, my God.
0: Don't lose the splooge. Don't lose the splooge. So yeah, so yeah, they they are not meant to continue to stimulate them with their hands. Yeah. through climax, they put they thump a yeah. machine on their <laughs> dicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they come inside of those machine things. Yeah, which I guess does take down a certain amount of the sexual aspect of it. But anybody is whipping out their privates to you, it's yeah. kind of sexual.
1: Yeah. And it's also like, why, why, like, are they not capable of putting this suction thing on them themselves?
0: <laughs> like... Aaron, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, right? They could never. Uh, they could
1: never. Like, they're talking about them being businessmen, but like, this is, this is too much.
0: I can't do this. Too much
1: brain power to put this suction-y nozzle on my own penis right before I come.
0: <laughs> like... Or like, do it at home and bring that shit in.
1: Yeah. I do, I, does it say in there like it has to be like like timed right? Like that's why they can't do that. If it's you know afternoon splooge and you bring <laughs> it in the next day, like will it have oh it'll lost go bad. Its, um, it, yeah, uh-huh. virility or whatever. It'll become sour. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm making that up.
0: I don't know, but it's gross. Yeah. And I'm sorry I said sour.
1: <laughs> gross. Maybe that's why she didn't talk about how it tasted. Maybe.
0: I can, ima- I can imagine. I can imagine being specific about it would be problematic. But I also feel like she could just say like it had a sticky sweet taste, and I'd be like, "All yeah. right, fine." Yeah.
1: Well, I think like back to the work ones. Like they talk about how in like the series that I like, um, that it does taste good. Like it's a uh, like it's a lot of it, but you're okay with it. Because, but you're like, all right, yeah, because like it tastes good.
0: Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Oh yeah right So they started dating Yeah they started dating So she, He won't have sex with her Until she Almost explicitly says Like I want to fuck Yeah So that That's the other thing Is that he's really like It is a super slow burn Yeah because even after a while, like, she goes to dinner, Galus, Galus gives her a wax, mm-hmm. and then they go to dinner, and she doesn't wear panties, and he, like, realizes eventually that she's not wearing panties, and then it's almost like Daddy Warbucks, he's like, I'm buying out the restaurant, everybody get out, like, we're gonna fuck right here, you know. She, w- she wishes that's what he would do, but he's like, we're gonna go home, mm-hmm. and I am gonna touch you in places, and she's like, okay. Finally. <laughs> So he insists on going down on her before they do sex, and it talks about, like, how he has, like, a wide tongue, and I'm like, all right, makes you think about tongues a little bit more than I did before. Well, he has that, like, wide cow tongue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd cover a lot of ground that way. Yeah. Like, all the ground, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> so she's really into it. When, once they finally have sex and he's got this, like, massive bed and he takes her to this house and everything is, like, elevated and sort of on a larger scale because he's bigger. And so they go in. It's She's like, it's the biggest bed I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, you know, they have this insane, like, really intense sex. And his dick is so, so big. Oh, this was the other thing that I really liked is that... Like day one, she goes, she's like, I'm not, I'm I'm trying not to sexualize it. I'm not a sex worker. I'm a clinician, da, da, da. And then she goes home, immediately masturbates. (laughs) And then by the time they have sex, because it's taken so long, she's like, we were having sex. He was so, so big. But thank goodness I had traded in my vibrator for a minotaur sized one. So she went out I got a big old dildo. (laughs) And so she's like, I've been practicing. It's fine. (laughs) I can take this now. It's like, yeah, no, this is, we're nailing it. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, so they have sex, and she's really, really into it, but he tells her this alternative version of the original story of, like, the Minotaur, the the OG Minotaur, out of Greek mythology, which... I don't know if you read that book that was popular several years ago now called Circe. Oh, no, I
1: didn't.
0: It was know. everywhere. Like, the cover was super stylized. Yeah. yeah. And I listened to it, thank goodness, because there were so many Greek names. I would have They would have sounded way different in my head. <laughs> but this the person reading it to me was doing a beautiful job. But part of that story has to do with the Minotaur. And so I, like, had a new... Like, I had an updated version and, like, a reminder Uh in my head of, like, how the Minotaur came to be and all this other. Rourke is talking about this legend where the Minotaur is supposed to guard this eternal maze. Because that's what they decided his job was going to be. But he was also banished there because he was supposed to be, like, too monstrous to show to the world. And these women were sacrificed to him because Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. Patriarchy. And so (laughs) his version basically says like the women were never seen from again because they didn't want to
1: leave.
0: That he like accidentally accumulated a harem of ladies in this maze because once you go Minotaur, you can't go back. Uh,
1: Yep. All
0: right. Like once you have felt the touch of the Minotaur, (laughs) you cannot be satisfied by anybody else. Yep. And that's an interesting version, Yeah. and it kind of again makes you want to fuck a minotaur yeah. and just see, see, but that yeah, what that's like.
1: But then will you will you there be spoiled?
0: Yes, for every everything. Else? <laughs> I will be ruined. Ruined for all other sex, because it will be disappointing and small. Besides I besides
1: the fact I, that you now want to fuck, fuck a minotaur. minotaur. Yeah.
0: Well, so I want to talk about. Like, dick sizes. All right. I know we're a panel of two. And mostly heterosexual ladies. You know, sexuality's a spectrum, but, like, mostly heterosexual ladies. But, and I was watching Magic Mike XXL the other day, (laughs) and there's a whole... I see you. It's amazing. The second one's the only one worth watching. One of the subplots is that one of the sexy stripper men...
1: Oh, has a huge dick. Has a
0: huge, huge dick. And, and he like...
1: hasn't found his Cinderella
0: yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So, you know, maybe having a minotaur dick is not the best, but it could be good for, like, a couple of times. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think I, I think if in real life, you know, some guy came at me with, like, a minotaur-sized dick, you know, he just, like, whipped it out and was just like,
0: Flock! yeah,
1: and I'd be, I'd, I'd run.
0: <laughs> You'd be like, no! Like, oh no, no, God! I think
1: like that's too much.
0: Just too big.
1: It's too much. Like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want to, you know, try. <laughs>
0: you don't even want to dance with that. I don't want to dance with that. Seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. Yeah. But again, maybe like for a vacay, like yeah. a, a, a quick romance. Mm-hmm. We love our listeners so don't forget to like share and subscribe also you can find us on patreon at lick my lit podcast see you there thanks for joining us for part four of our morning glory milking farm series stick around for part five where we get really deep into it until then i'm madly in love with you and we'll see you next time